Hey guys, welcome to You Got This, The Journey. I'm your host, Shannon Andrus. I'm on a journey right now to become the absolute best version of me. I want to find ways that I can improve mentally, physically, and spiritually. So every week, I'm going to open up about my journey and talk about tips and tricks of what's working for me and what's not working for me. I'll also be interviewing guests who will share their stories too. Together, we will inspire one another to become the absolute best versions of ourselves. So join me every week on this journey. And remember, you got this. Hi, journeyers. Hello, hello, hello. I feel weird right now. I really do because I am getting on the microphone on Monday morning, which I really never do. I never record on the day that I'm releasing. I like to have it done ahead of time. Even when I do it on the weekends, I feel like stressed and overwhelmed and I just get like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just like adding more work and not being able to relax. You know what I mean? So doing it on a Monday is just very weird for me. I typically don't like allow this. (laughs) And I was wondering like if I should just skip this week because I just didn't get around to it. But I thought, you know what? Even if I just record a mini episode on my thoughts and what I'm going through, maybe it'll help somebody out there. I don't know. Maybe today's message is exactly what somebody needs to hear, even though for me, I felt like, eh, I don't know if anybody needs to hear this. You know, you never know who it's reaching. So I'm going to come on here and give you all a journey update and talk a bit about life and what's been going on. So I hope you guys are having an amazing week and amazing summer. Do you have goals right now? What's going on? I want you to think about that as we're going through today's episode, as I share my goals and what's been going on for me. So if you guys have been following me on Instagram, I have been sharing all about my half marathon training, which I have a love hate relationship with, which is kind of the point of today's episode is doing the shit you don't want to do. And that's all that I want to talk about today, because this has come up a lot this past week where there's just been shit. I really don't want to freaking do, but man, I'm glad that I'm doing it. So I've been posting about my half marathon training, which I'm following a schedule right now that my friend put together for this entire group that we're with. There's a group of a bunch of us girls who are running the half marathon, and we have a group chat where every week we check in, say when you've completed a run, we'll share the training schedule for the week, and really cheer each other on and hold each other accountable, which if you guys have seen all of my posts, that is the thing that I say is like key to this marathon training. Because honestly, I don't know if I would be able to stick with this had it not been for this group that I'm with. Because I find, even with this group, that there are times where I sit there and think, I don't know if I want to do this today. I want to take a day off. But because of this group, instead of me giving into those feelings and just feeling like, you know, I will give into the laziness and take off, they make me push a bit more. And so I really, really do like it. And they really are so inspiring. But I've been posting all that on my page. That's at you got this underscore the journey on Instagram. If you're not following me, get your ass over on Instagram, type in at you got this underscore the journey and follow me because I'm always asking for questions, posting about all the things I talk about here on the podcast. So just stay with me in the know on this journey of life. (laughs) But anyway, oh, I just smacked my watch. Jeez Louise, I'm all over the place. But I've been posting a lot about this half marathon training 
And it's hard. It really is hard because I haven't been running in a while and every week we're running more and more and more. And it's not like, you know, like last week when I ran seven miles, it's not like the seven was easy and I'm ready for the eight this week. It's really difficult, but we push ourselves more, we get that distance and hopefully it'll get easier so that by the time we get to that 13.1, it's going to be like, huh, I've been, I've been doing this. I'm good. I'm good to go. But it has been really difficult. And I think the hardest thing with running, and this is something that I just feel like is happening with a lot of things that I want to do in life, is I'm looking at it as a chore. Just being totally honest here, as much as I love running, I'm excited for this race and I really like getting outside, getting away and just clearing my head and, you know, the challenge that running gives me, it feels like a chore before I do it. It really does. And I sit there and go, oh, I don't want to do this. And I think of how much time running takes, because if you're into running, it's not like any other workout where you can just, you know, go to the class and do the 45 minutes and you're done. You know, it's not that I don't want to say easy because those workouts certainly aren't easy either, but it's not as mentally easy to know just yet through that 45 minutes, you know, like I have to do, Oh, I'm going to stop myself. I get to not, I have to, I get to, but I get to do an eight mile run today. And that I am planning to have about an hour and a half of time to do that because my pace is very slow outside with this heat wave. I want to have enough cool down time. And so I'm looking at at least an hour and a half of training today. That's a long time out of your day. So you make sure you find a really good podcast to listen to, which I'm listening to the Laguna Beach podcast, which is just bringing me back to my 2000s flip phone Abercrombie self. (laughs) It's been amazing. No, but I sit there and I think of the time and I'm like, I really don't want to do this. And I sit there and procrastinate and I don't get it done. But then when I do it, I'm so freaking happy that I did. And I'm happy that I pushed past it because sometimes in the moment, I think what happens is we sit there and it's not necessarily what we want to do, right? It's not. We've, we are tired. We're not looking forward to it. But that's you in your, your present moment, your present emotions, your present energy, giving into that laziness. And I think I've talked about this a lot on the podcast is where you think of your future self. Like how proud of myself would I be if I did complete that eight miles? And how much better would I feel being able to show up to my group saying that I did what I ha- got? <laughs> I keep going to say I do. <laughs> that I get to go with my group and say that I did what we get to do this week. You know, I get to do those eight miles and I completed it. That is what drives me. If I sit here and think of how I'm feeling right now, I absolutely don't want to do eight miles. I don't. But when I think of how I'll feel afterwards, that's what's motivating for me. And I share this because I think a lot of you have been following this half marathon training. I've got a lot of responses for you guys about how you either want to do it or you don't want to do it, but it's really cool to watch. And so I think a lot of people are watching it thinking that I'm always in that mindset that I'm ready to go. Like I'm always in the mindset that I'm ready to just get out there and start running and I'm always in the mood. And honestly, that is never the case. It never is really every time I'm not looking forward to the run. I'm not, I go into this phase of being like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do this, but it's always during it. And after that, I feel so much better. And so if you're somebody who thinks I could never do that, I don't want to get out and start running. It's just not my thing. Don't think that you have to wait for this insane emotion or confidence or motivation that that you're ready to do it. 
Because a lot of times you won't feel that way, but you just have to start and just have to get moving. Honestly, that's what it is. And I think there's a lot of stuff that we do where we listen to that present voice of tired and laziness and we don't just push through to get to where we want to be. You know, let's take this outside of the physical aspect of it, which honestly I think is where this occurs the most, but I'm going to bring it to something else that came up this week because I was telling you guys, I feel like this theme of there's a lot of shit I don't want to do, but I'm damn happy I did it. So same thing happened when it came to reading. So you guys know that I was an avid reader last year. I was posting so many books. And this year, I had a big goal of reading, I think, 10 books this year. I have it on my bucket list. I got to take a look after this. But I had a big goal of reading. And I read a book back in January, and I had not read since. These past like four months, I just haven't been reading. And it was kind of the same thing like when it came to running. Like I would sit there and know, you know, I know that I feel better reading. I know it's a better use of my time. However, I don't want to do it. It feels like a chore. It feels like homework. It felt like work to me. And so instead of me sitting down and reading my book, I'd put on TV and just relax. And really, I was, you know, talking about this with my therapist where I was like, I feel like I used to be much more, you know, uh, better with my use of time where I was doing things that really were like <laughs> good for my brain and not just reality TV. But now all of those things just sound freaking exhausting and I don't want to do it. And that is what happened with reading. And I really started to feel bad about it because I love reading. You know, it's not something that I've always looked at in a negative way. I've loved it my whole life. And so you know, when I wasn't reading, I just was like, what's going on with me? And it wasn't like I was reading self-help books or educational books because those can be homework, right? Like as much as I love reading books about entrepreneurship, books about time management, the miracle morning, all of that, as great as those books are, it does feel like it becomes work at some point, you know? And I wasn't reading those books. I was reading fiction books, which I love. Like I love my mystery novels, my romance novels, but even those, like the act of reading was feeling like a chore. And then one day, Kyle all of a sudden decides he's gonna order a Kindle. And I have never been into Kindles. I don't know about you guys, but I'm very old school where I want to feel the paper, smell the book. <laughs> like I really like having that like, I don't know, tangible like story in your hand. I don't know. I know like it's still in your hands when you have the Kindle, but I just always like the idea of an actual book, flipping the pages, filling my bookcase. I was very against Kindles and any sort of technology that took away from that. But anyway, Kyle gets a Kindle and he's asked me if, you know, I would like to read with him. He can sit downstairs on his Kindle and I'll read my book. I said, okay, sure. I wasn't really looking forward to it because again, reading has just felt like a chore and I'd rather watch Teresa Giudice flip a table and call somebody a prostitution whore. <laughs> but anyway, I sat down and I read my book and I couldn't put, put the book down the, the rest of the night. I couldn't. I felt so good. Number one, reading and using my time that way. Like I just feel better about myself when I'm reading. But two, I forgot how good the story was in that I was reading. And it was a really good book. It was called The Family Upstairs. And I had not read this in months. And I really did remember a lot of the beginning half of it, which was good because I didn't have to go back and read it. But I couldn't put it down. And so it was kind of the same thing that I'm talking about when it came to running. I was looking at this as a chore. I didn't want to do it. It sounded exhausting and not what I ideally want to do with my time in that moment. But once I just started and picked up the book, I was fine. 
you know, and I was, I was able to, to do it. And I felt so much better that I did it in the end. And so again, there's just these pieces that are coming in this week of just there's shit that I don't want to do at all in the moment I'm fighting it, resisting it. And I'm not in the mood, but once I go and I do it, I'm so freaking happy that I did. And then Oh, this was just like the coolest thing that happened this week, I have to admit. So I got a little jealous about Kyle and his Kindle. I was like, all right, it's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> He's showing me all these books he can get on there, you know, for free, ones that are just there in real time. You don't have to like go out to the store or wait for it to get mailed here, just right there. And he showed me all the different tricks it has. Like if you hold down a word that you don't know, it'll bring up the definition. You can highlight, you could change the font size, you could put it down into like the night mode so that the light isn't so harsh. And man, Damn, was I getting freaking jealous? <laughs> but my amazing fiance, just literally the greatest man in the world, surprised me with my very own Kindle. And now I'm reading every single night. I'm on my second book right now, and I'm just loving reading again. But I had to start and do it at a time where I didn't feel like doing this shit to get that love for it back. So let's do a little activity right now. Maybe this will help you guys to to kind of get back on track or, or get through this hurdle like I had to. I want you to sit there and think of something that you used to do. Could have been last year. Could have been five or 10 years ago. Could have been last month. I don't know. I want you to think about that thing that you really enjoyed doing. You felt good about yourself. You felt yourself improving. You felt like it brought you joy in your life, whatever it may be. I want you to think about that. Okay. Now, what comes up when you think about that? And it's okay if you're sitting there going, yeah, it was really great, but I'm not in the freaking mood to do that or I don't have time right now. If you're starting to feel that resistance come up as you're thinking of these things, that's totally normal and fine. I think that's what's going to happen is your brain's starting to block it because you're starting to think of the stressful other things that need your attention or just the rest that you want, right? But let's let's take a step back and, and kind of shut up that annoying voice that's stopping us in our head, right? I want you to sit there now and think of how we can incorporate this into your life currently. If it's reading a book, can for today, you set a 10-minute timer on your phone and just pick up a book and read? If it's getting back into running, Same thing. Can you set a 10 minute timer on your phone and just go outside and run for 10 minutes? I think we can start with baby steps to get us back into a healthy relationship with those things that we don't feel like doing, but we know are really good for us. You know, I think in our heads, we imagine so much time is taken out of your day. You know, I've done that with the eight mile run. I did that with reading. Just like I was saying, it was that amount of time it was taking from me that was blocking me from doing it all together. So I think if we start off by saying simply just 10 minutes or an amount of time that doesn't feel so intense, heavy and suffocating from everything else that we need to do in life that maybe we can start incorporating it again. And I guarantee when you start with that 10 minutes, you'll actually probably do it longer than you originally intended. You know, that 10 minutes of reading, you might push it to 30 minutes or an hour because you're just having so much fun. Same thing with running. Maybe you're only running for 10 minutes, but after those 10 minutes, you feel so good that you want to keep running longer after that. And so I think if we just set small beginnings to these things, we can bring them back into our lives. But there's a lot of shit that we don't want to do. And I actually spoke about this with my therapist when I was going through a a difficult time with, you know, the anxiety and depression I was experiencing where I just didn't want to do anything. 
I really didn't. And everything was feeling like that chore, you know, everything, every, nothing was exciting me. I was just like tired. I didn't feel like putting in the work to do a lot of these things. And she told me, and I'm not going to say it in the beautiful, educated way that she said it, but she told me that action helps to stop the depression from increasing and further bringing you down. When we don't take action, the depression is building on top of us. And we're sinking because we're sitting in those feelings and that depression so much that it could be very difficult. And so when we take action, it's like we're taking the power again. We're taking the control. We're inviting a new positive energy into our life. I'm not saying this is the cure. I don't want to sound like that at all because I know that for some people, it's not that simple of a fix, right? Some people, they need medication or they need more than just that step of action, right, to help them out. But for everybody, taking action does help. It may not cure it, but it does help. And so if you're feeling like you don't want to get out of bed or that you're tired or you just want to, you know, be in a dark room with the lights off, that may be what you want to do, but take action, get up and go for that walk, get up and drink water, get up and give somebody a phone call. It may not be what you want to do, but that action is going to help so much. It's going to help you to overcome those dark feelings you're having. You know, when we're not feeling ourselves, you know, when we're we're feeling in those dark places, it feels best to just sit back and do that, you know, form of self-care. And the action feels like we're just further putting stress on ourselves, but it really, really does help so much. So it's not even just to introduce something that'll help you again, but if you're not feeling yourself, you may really need to take that action like you need to, you know? So I hope that helps you guys. I am going to take action and do my eight mile run today. I have not been super good with the training schedule that my friend laid out for us. I'm kind of doing it when it works in my lifestyle because, you know, it's hard with the weekends and and getting up early and doing some fishing or going out and doing pool days or beach days. It's hard for me to incorporate that run, but I'm going to make sure I do it today because as much as I'm sitting here saying I don't want to run eight miles thinking of how good I'll feel afterward is what's motivating me today. So I will continue to share that all over my social media page. So make sure you are following me, staying in the know of everything that happens in the journey and send me your questions. Actually, that reminds me, I did have some questions come through about training for the half marathon and some people that were looking for advice. And I, I didn't write anything down today because like I said earlier, I didn't know if I was even going to come onto the microphone, but this is a question that has been coming through a lot. So a lot of people were, or it wasn't really a question, I guess it was more of statements I just got from a lot of people saying, that's so cool that you have a group to run with. Like, I wish my friends were into running, or I wish I had people that I could do this with. Or the other piece of it was, oh, I'd love to do this, but like my friends can run so much further than me. And it was just a lot of people giving those two excuses. I feel bad saying the word excuse, but it's true. These are excuses for why you're not participating in some form of training. And I want to tackle both of those excuses so that this doesn't stop you if running a half marathon is a goal that you have. Okay. So number one, the first thing that people were saying was that they don't have a group they could do this with. Their friends aren't into running. They maybe don't even like working out. They don't think they could get anybody in their current circle to be able to do this. Okay. So number one, this friend circle that I'm doing this running group with is just one group of friends. My other groups of friends I don't think they'd ever want to do this. And that's totally fine. You know, running isn't for everybody. But I would 
you know, caution you to say, don't quickly judge your friend groups so much too. Like you don't know who would be into this and who wouldn't be. And maybe somebody who's a bit nervous to try this, who might be into it. Like my friends who I'm doing this running group with reached out to me and asked, but they didn't know if I'd be into it or not. And you might not know, you know, one of your friends who might be willing to do it too. Um, the other thing is you don't have to have your friend groups be who helps you to complete this this goal of yours that you have in mind. If you go on to your local town, your Facebook community, if you go and join running clubs on social media, they actually post in your counties running clubs that you can join, which I know, I know if you're sitting there thinking, Ugh, I don't know, I don't want to just put myself out there and go do this thing alone and run with a bunch of strangers. I totally get that. That could be really nerve wracking and it really feels hard to come out of your comfort zone and, and participate with all these people that you've never been you don't know their running style. I get it. But there's people from all different walks of life who do these running programs. There's people who have never, ever competed in a race before. There's people who have just done 5Ks. There's marathon runners. There's all different types of runners in this. But you can join one of these communities who can help you to train better. They've had experience, so they can give you advice, talk you through you know, tips and tricks of what's going to help you to get to the place that you where, where you want to be. And you can make new friends, you know, like it doesn't have to be your current circle that you're waiting on to do this. You can find a new group who's into this activity who's going to help you to achieve that goal. I know it's a little uncomfortable, but try it. And if you have a friend who wants to do this too, but you both have been scared, you can go do it together. But you don't have to wait for the people around you to be ready to do this goal with you for you to get started. Either start on your own, but if that accountability that you've been hearing me talk about really sounds like what you need, find a running group online. Really, it's it's a lot of fun and it's it has made such a difference for me having a group of people to turn to during this training. Okay, the other piece of this. There's people who they want to start running, but the groups of friends they have who are doing it, maybe they are very experienced runners. They've been running their whole lives. They've done a ton of races. Their pace is really good. And that's intimidating. And so you don't think that you can necessarily do this with them. All right, I'm going to shut that up real quick because I am probably the slowest runner out of the group of runners that I'm running with right now. And not only the slowest runner, but the least experienced runner too. So these girls that are doing this half marathon, they actually did a half marathon already. I don't know if it was... They, I think it was last year that they did it, but they all had done a half marathon. Two of the girls in the group training are doing 100 miles in July, 100 miles. If I did 50 miles in July, that would have been like amazing, but they're doing 100. And so I'm with a group of girls that are so experienced. They really are crushing it with their running goals. And I'm probably the weakest link. And I say that proudly, like it's totally, totally fine. You don't have to be at the same experiences somebody else. It's okay if everybody's different. I mean, my pace is much slower than them, but they inspire me and encourage me to do better and, you know, to try and push harder every time that I run. And in different ways, we all motivate one another, but you don't have to be at the exact same pace. It's totally fine if, you know, you're a bit slower or a bit faster. It really is just that accountability piece of knowing that you both are in the same thing and doing this together. And the other thing too is like, I know that when I do this race, like my best friend who's running this whole thing for us and she's helping to organize it, she is probably going to be so far ahead, but that's going to be my motivation, you know? So it's really okay if you aren't at the same speed as everybody else, but don't let that hold you back. 
And when it comes to running, just remember, and I think I talked about this in my running episode, wherever you start is where you start. And it doesn't have to be what anybody else is doing. There was a time where 0.25 miles was where I was cramping out of breath saying, I hate running. I will never do this again. And now I'm planning on running eight miles today. So not everybody just comes out of the womb and is like, I'm going to be a runner. This is my life. No, it takes time and it takes practice. And literally, it's just everybody started somewhere. And for me, that's where I started. And look where I am now. It took me a lot of time and a lot of discipline, that's for sure. But we're here. And I'm excited to run, continue on this running journey and drink lots and lots of water because this heat wave is crazy. But I hope that today's conversation helps you to know that when it comes to shit that you don't want to do, do it. (laughs) And also when it comes to training for a half marathon, do it. If you have any other hesitations, questions, or you want me to talk a bit more about this running experience, you just let me know. And I am more than happy to do that. All right, you guys, what else is going on? Well, not much else with the wedding planning stuff, just stressing about, you know, budget and vendors, but it's fine. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. We are in good shape. Pretty much everything is done. Everything is done, you guys. I sent all the saved the dates. We booked everybody, got my dress. So now I'm kind of in this lull that happens that people tell me about when they're planning their wedding. Like the beginning is super stressful and then it gets very quiet and there's nothing to do. And then the end is super stressful. So I still have like seating charts, centerpieces and all that little, you know, knickknacks and stuff to do, but everything else is booked. So I don't really have much to update you on when it comes to wedding planning either. I am just enjoying this time, being engaged, reading, running, and <laughs> living my life. Oh my gosh. All right, you guys. Well, let's close out today's episode with a quote. And I was looking up quotes about like not doing, you know, something you want to do. And I found some quotes, but I'm kind of going to like create my own today because they all weren't like saying exactly what I wanted them to say. So I made it up myself, but here it is. It's in the times that you're telling yourself you don't want to do something that you actually might need it the most. And that's the truth. I think a lot of times the resistance that's coming up in our brains that's stopping us from doing what we want to do is is subconsciously or in another way, I think it's really, really something that we need to do. But for some reason, we're blocking it and avoiding it, you know? All right, you guys. Well, I hope that helps. I am happy that I came on the mic today. I needed to talk that out a bit and it feels good and I hope it felt good for you. All right, you guys. I will see you next week for another episode of You Got This, The Journey. But until then, always remember through every high, every low, every positive, every negative, every up, every down, whatever it may be. Always remember, you got this. 